Pro Circuit Racing based in Corona, California and founded in 1978 by Mitch Payton is known for two things, building high quality horsepower and winning races. The name Pro Circuit is worldwide recognition that you have bought the best and we strive to get you the very best products for your bike. From two strokes to four, engine porting, suspension, and our top rated exhaust products, we cover it all. Take one look at our own impressive lineup of Joey Savacci, Justin Hill, Austin Forkner, and Adam Censorillo. We build champions. Visit ProCircuit.com for more info on all the services and products. Pro Circuit. We race. All right, Publmex wrap-up pod, Jeep USGP style, with uh, Adam Wheeler from On Track Off Road. Uh, Adam, um, first of all, I guess it's good to have a USGP, isn't it? Like I- I'm happy, you know, the Gainesville thing didn't work out. We haven't seen great attendance, but it's important to be here. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think we went a little bit over the top last year with two in Charlotte and Glen Helen. Um, you know, I think a, a review was done after that, and it was. I mean, you've said yourself, you know, why there's no need to have like kind of two rounds or to to spread it out that much but um i think you know the, the attendance out there was was pretty good mm-hmm. you know i think it was probably one of the best so far i mean charlotte yep. had some good numbers but uh you know i think um speaking to davy coombs and also Ustream, there was a you know a general feeling of positivity about this race right um you know i haven't been to a national in florida so i, I can't uh, comment on whether it's you know it's a good turnout or not but i think people were curious um Again, like somebody else said to me, Jeffrey Hurling's winning the last round of the Nationals was a good commercial for mm-hmm. him to come here. Yep. Um, you know, we saw a little bit of, you know, Eli won race, won one race, Jeffrey won the other. So uh, I think, you know, this thing could rumble on. Um, if we have a motocross of nations next year in the U.S., then uh, it'd be hard to see there being a GP also. Mm-hmm. Just in the same way that this year there's no British GP because yep. we're going to Madeley Basin. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I mean, where where and when they and how they can move on with this race would be cool to yep. see. Um, I'm getting mixed. I'm getting a little bit of mixed reviews from riders and teams on the track. Some really liked it. Some thought it was one line. It's the old uh, adage about how the rider does affects what he thinks of the track. Um, what did you hear and what do you think of this place? Uh, it was neutral ground for everybody. It was interesting that, um, like Jeffrey Hurling, obviously who won the GP, he said it was. He thought it was one of the best of the year. Okay. Which, you know, I kind of raised my eyebrows at a little bit, but um, I just spoke with Wilbur Yamaha, Sean Simpson, who had a terrible day, and he thought it was sick to use his okay. words. You know. Um, I'm going to have to have a word of him being a British rider and almost 30 years old to use a word like sick. But, uh, you know, he, he just said there was it was technical. Yep. You know, there was places to pass. I think it got rougher than the guys expected yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yesterday was a little bit of a, a damn squib. I think people were like, well, this is a procession. Yeah. But, um, you know, I mean, we've seen this a few times in MXGP over the years. I don't know if the same for the Nationals, but you go to a, a new place and it takes time for this ground kind of to bed in, you yeah. know, to react, to, to yeah. kind of morph and and uh, find its own kind of character, if you like, without mm-hmm. getting too deep. So, you know, I thought it was good. Yep. I thought it was good. Uh, MX2, let's start with the day's recap. MX2, RJ Hampshire, 1-1. He has, that's his first professional win in, Amer- in America. Wow. You know, even though this is America, so whatever. He's never won a Supercross, never won a National. Today was his first one. And uh, that was a bit of a surprise. He looked great, though, from the outside gate pick. His bike problem was yesterday. But I thought the story of the day was Hunter Lawrence, the Suzuki rider from Australia. His, his uh, speed in the second half of that second moto when everybody was whooped was amazing. Um, you've seen this kid all year. Was this his best race? Absolutely. Yeah. He's been up and down. In fact, I think one of the biggest questions when it comes to him is where did that speed come from? 
Um, you know, from what I understand, he's not quite on the same spec Suzuki as Jeremy Sua, mm-hmm. who's pushing for the World Championship. So the fact that he carried that speed today was even more impressive. But, you know, if you listen to some of the rumors, he's going to be over here sooner rather than later. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, maybe even on a similar type of bike to the to the winner, LJ yep. Today. So, but yeah, you know, yeah. another Australian kid coming through. No, no big surprise there. Mm-hmm. Um, but and yeah. What did you think? What, what was your biggest surprise from MX2? I thought Hampshire was, was yeah. on it. You yep. know, I kind of wondered... It made me want to check out what his results have been in the Nationals this year. You know, what's the story there? Mm-hmm. Um, a story with him is uh, injuries, a lot of injuries. Uh, he had a, he showed a lot of speed this year. He had a lot of bike problems. He must have blown up three or four times in his 10, 12 moto span. It was pretty bad. But whenever he was on the bike, he showed speed, but he couldn't quite close the deal like he did today. I think, I mean, it wasn't a perfect ride by any means. No. I mean, he fell off first moto, comments yep. and nearly had him. Uh, second one, I think he said in the in the press conference day, you know, three more corners and he was done. <laughs> yeah. So uh, he, you know, one more lap. I mean, Lawrence uh-huh. really caught up to his rear wheel. It was yep. one exciting kind of finale, really. I mean, you could say that was the action, that was the, the hot race of the day. Yeah. That second MX2 moto. Um, and as far as yeah. the title contenders, uh, Jonas and Sewell, uh, Sewer, Su- Sewer, yep. Sewer. People yep. get on me for saying that's how you say it, though. Yeah. Sewer. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Swiss kid, Swiss name. Okay. Everybody back off. That's how you say it. Adam <laughs> yeah. Wheeler's got it correct. Um, apparently, Sewer took, moved over on Jonas off the gate in the first moto, knocked him down. So that wasn't too great. But they all ended up racing together. Uh, Sewer and uh, Jonas and Prado was in there, too. Yeah. And I found that funny. Like, in the USDP, they all found each other in that first moto anyways. Yeah. I was standing right next to the gate when that happened. It like Jonas went a little early, and then Sewer just reacted to it and got, uh, you know, kind of wild out of the okay. gate and moved across. I mean, but nothing yeah. intentional. No, I okay. don't think so. Yeah. I mean, knowing Jeremy as well, I don't think he would resort to those kind of tactics. Mm-hmm. And, and also, uh, it looked like he just reacted to Jonas going early. So that was like a big thing. And I said to Pauls afterwards, I said, you know, what was going through your mind then when you're picking up the bike? I mean, yeah. he crashed in the first corner in Lommel, but okay. he's, he's so good in the sand. He, I think he came up to like fifth place from 20 seconds down in last. Mm-hmm. It, was, it was probably one of the rides of the season in MSGP. Um, but you know, today I, I'm not sure where he came back to, but yeah. it, was, it was pretty good. I mean, the fact tenth that he, or something, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, was, that's right. Sewer was in ninth. I mean, the fact that he could only lose one point was, yeah. was pretty staggering. So it was, uh, you Did, know. He, he so really, it. we came in, you know, with Jonas holding a 45 point lead, and what is it now? 30, I mean, 38 or 39. Okay. So Sewer rode well, tailed Lawrence in that second moto, but the race for the world title like the American the American race really didn't affect it much you know what no. I mean like nobody got in between nobody lost a lot of points yeah so. and the next track we go to I mean with the GP series wraps in two weeks mm-hmm. uh, Holland next week San that's going to favour Jonas a bit more yeah um, but then the last round in France is like a real kind of hard pack hillside track okay. you know that'll be more Jeremy's bag Sewer. and it's yep. close to the Swiss border so he'll have a lot of fans um, so I think it will go down to the last moto that one uh, MXGP so I don't know what happened to Tomac well, I do. I don't know what happened in qualifier. He got 12. They they put on a radically different setup, Southwick setup for the for today, and it's working. He said that he came here and he was telling the team, "I didn't know it was this is a sand track." He said, "Well, yeah." So, uh, anyways, so a bike setup seemed to be the issue from the 12th to the for the first moto, but. Didn't you feel like that start in the first moto really, really helped him? If the situation had been reversed, you know, he might not have done the same. It's a tendency we've seen throughout Grand Prix this year that the starts, you know, I mean, sometimes the starts are important because the track is that limiting. Mm-hmm. There's like very few overtaking spots. It's very tight, narrow, old school. You know, there's not so many possibilities for yep. riders to come from 10th to 1st. 
Um, but on this occasion, I think, you know, the, the, the track was that kind of quick. I think it got a little bit rougher and more technical and a little bit more liberating for riders. But, you know, the, the start was absolutely key. And in the second moto, I mean, Tony Cairoli, I mean, he was... I don't know. He was almost supermaning off yeah. that thing down the down the start straight. I mean, his whole shot was fantastic. Yeah. You know, that explained his lead until he dropped it and made a crash and let Hurlings through. But you know, Eli, once he gave those guys a five six second lead yeah. in the first two laps, that was that was the overall gone. But to be fair to Eli too, I gave him an out a little bit and said, hey, you know, you couldn't get by Gauthier Paul in right away, and they kind of gapped you. And he said, you know what? They had more than me in the tank in the second moto, and uh, that was surprising. But um, again, going back to Indiana, these guys are good. Yeah. <laughs> I think that, you know, Eli had his uh, challenges this weekend. I mean, he said that the GP timetable dragged out a bit, but then if the race had been yesterday, he would have sucked big time. Yeah. Um, oh, know, by the way, that's another, every American rider is like, I can't believe how much riding you do and how much standing around you do. You know what I mean? They all told me that. So. Yeah. I, I've been advocating that GP switch to all the European support races on a Saturday and a GP on a Sunday yeah. for a couple of years right. now. But I think it's a tradition thing. I yeah. think, uh, even Chad was complaining he didn't even ride. So yeah. There we go. <laughs> uh, you know, I think uh, you stream want people to come and camp out, make a weekend of yeah. it. And, you know, there's that kind of ethos that's been there since, I don't know, for right. decades. Right. Um, but yeah, but yeah. I mean, the, back, back to the the starts. You know, I think it was uh, something. What were we talking about? Completely lost my well, train of thought. Yeah, Eli, uh, well, Eli was, yeah, Eli yeah. starts and you know, how they flip flop between the two motos and how much it helped them in the first moto, and consequently, yeah. you know, in the second moto, he didn't have it. Yeah, and he admitted and said he couldn't get that kind of head start to, yep. to the KTM. Right. So, since Hurlings got healthy, what we saw today is pretty much what you guys have been seeing, right? Yeah, I mean, after Ryman as well, I mean, he could claim to be one of probably the or one of the fastest riders in the world at mm-hmm. the moment. Um, you know, there's, he's got very few weak points. Even his starts are not quite on point, and in, in earlier in the season, he wouldn't come back from those. He would still be hovering in fifth and sixth, and yep. that's the same kind of problem that's affected people like Clement de Salle, Roman Febra, Gautier Paulin. Yep. But, uh, yeah, the last month he's been able to fire back from those. Outside of uh, Hurlings and Caroli, who else impressed you, and who else uh, you were you surprised at? MXGP class. I have to say, one of the things that surprised me were, uh, you know, there were some big crashes today. Yeah, you know, Paul Lamb. Paul Lamb really, really lucky to escape from that accident. Yep. Uh, Roman Fabra. Uh, yeah, Roman Fabra. You know, another slight concussion there was knocked unconscious. That's not good for him. That's like the third one in. Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. fourteen months. Yeah. And then uh, Arminus Jasikonis, you know, the tall Lithuanian, mm-hmm. only twenty years old. I mean, he's broken his right femur, I yep. think. So that's you know, I mean, that, that's a that's a Christmas injury. Yep which is a, a real real shame to see. But, I mean, Kevin Strybos had a good ride. I yep. always seem to pick the older guy, you know, <laughs> poor Kev. No, he but, did, uh, yeah. yeah he, no. was, he was up to fifth, I think, second moto. Yep. He did well. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, again, like we've seen in GPs the last few few kind of rounds, it's, it's been the KTM guys flying out front. They're yep. on a different level. And if you ask any of the team managers, I was speaking to Mino Raspanti, mm-hmm. Yamaha, he just said, you know, we can't get there near those two at the moment. Yep. Um, Justin Barsha today. <laughs> wow wasn't good he looks like he's a guy who just needs some time off yeah you know yeah. Uh, I, I could be completely wrong and i yeah. apologize if he you know that's the wrong inference but it's um you know he yeah it's, it's like a little bit like get me away from this sport for a moment yeah you sort my head out come back with a new kind of challenge mm-hmm. I, I don't know if that's the case or what no yeah I, I agree it's been rough year for him and came back from a head injury and hasn't quite been the same and been trying to get back to that level and today like i i question him even riding like he didn't have to be here but monster made him but he sort of had an out with an injury you know 
and he wanted to ride. He was determined to ride, and like, if so, if you're determined to ride and you had that kind of day, that's not good, you know. So uh, he was a backmarker. Cooper Webb out with a fractured thumb, and this is the stuff Wheeler that all these teams will be crying about. One extra race. Yeah. Webb broke his thumb. AC hurt his knee. Yeah. So. I mean, I don't know what the story is with Justin Hill as well. I thought he would have been a bit more competitive. He was I wouldn't. Way back. No, no, no. <laughs> That's what you saw all year. He, he didn't want to ride the outdoors. After you win the Supercross title, he didn't want to ride it. Mitch right. told me that. So there you go. Um, something I asked Goche and something I asked Stribos as a couple of veterans in my post-race stuff. Herlings comes to Indiana, goes 1-1. I know these guys are fast. I go to these races. And a lot of... There's a lot of educated American fans that do know these guys are fast. But there's also a lot that don't and had no idea and was probably surprised as shit that Hurlings was able to win Indiana. As a GP regular, you know, you're you're impartial media guy, but these are your friends and these are your the series you go to. And I asked Stribos and Paul in, were you happy to see that? Regardless of what you feel about Hurlings, were you happy to see, like, hey, not, not our series is the best because that doesn't mean anything, but, hey, we are also very good, which I know and you know and... The educated fans know, but a lot don't. Did, they both said, sure. They both said, yeah, it was cool to see that. You know, What yeah. do you think? I think so. Uh, yeah, on the money. You yeah. know, I think also when DeSalle tried it uh, twice now, yep. you know, I think there was a lot of interest for him, how he would get on, and you know, a lot of hope that he would do well. Jeffrey's also said you know, in interviews to people, you know, he felt that it was an important result for European motocross, and he said he had a lot of messages, uh, yep. a lot of comments about it afterwards. Um you know that it kind of messes up the whole you know who's better or that kind of yeah, BS again right. but um, you know the, the fact is we, I think we should just enjoy the fact that he's an exceptional athlete yeah. he's 22 years old um, he could still change and do supercross he could still that's that's one thing I wanted to know I said did that that the winner Iron Man open your eyes a bit more to US racing yep. and uh, you know he, he wasn't dismissive I mean he's, he's a real kind of homeboy he likes living in, in Holland and yep. that's, that's where he wants to base his life but, um, you know, I think this, this win has kind of opened his horizons a little bit. Mm-hmm. He's got two more years of KDM, but after that, he's still only going to be 24. Yeah. So it's, it's not too late. Yep. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Stribos raced a couple of races, too. You know, we've seen some one-off. Goche trained with, at the Baker's Factory, you know, a couple of years yep. ago. So I just think I think it's cool. I, 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 I probably do get suckered into these stupid debates with my shows and stuff, but who's better or whatever. I try not to, though. Like, I don't care. I don't really care. It's just cool. It's cool to see yeah. him here. If he won, great. If he doesn't win, great. Like <laughs> I mean, from, from a GP side as well, with Tony Cairoli, it was so many years now we've been saying how good he is. Yeah. I mean, you've come, and we stood together at the German Grand Prix, yeah. and this guy's pegged back, you yeah. know, a 10-second deficit yeah. to win a moto. <laughs> I, um, I'll never forget that. I was like, he's not going to win it. You're like, just wait. <laughs> just wait. You know? And yeah. He came from nowhere in the last 10 minutes but still he's next month he's going to be 32 years old yep. and uh, he still can match the kind of intensity of Tomac what is he 23, 24 yep. Hurling's 22 yep. you know there's there's nobody else you know, at that age and that experience yep. living with them at mm-hmm. raw speed yep. I mean also Tony I mean from from behind the scenes he's kind of backing things off over the last month I mean he's not taking any risks yep. he just wants to put this thing in the bag yep. and you know I think in Falafa the last Grand Prix and certainly the Nations you're going to be seeing this guy that just like kicked everyone's ass in the first six races yep. of the year yeah uh, Tim Geyser I, I was convinced after seeing him at uh, Mantova um, a couple other places I think that this guy was for real I was also thinking that about Roman Febber now both of Febber more so we had some Febber destinations right just out of his mind he looked great uh, Geyser had a semi okay today, dumped it in one moto. But where are these two at? Are they? They're, they're injuries, but are they going to get back? 
because it's clear right now the separation we could do a whole podcast on the Febra situation <laughs> but you know uh, to wrap it up as quickly as possible injured uh, pre-season missed a little bit of final refining on the bike mm-hmm. went in a direction with the bike that turned out to be Febra we're talking yeah yep, Roman yep, Febra yep. or the Yamaha um, likes to ride with a very soft engine power delivery but then also needs something for the start um, new metal gate in MXGP for the first time this year uh, in the first GPs they panicked they thought well you know we don't have a bike that's getting us out of the starts um, so they went round in circles for a while I know February was asking a lot of questions of himself and his training so he went through that then he went through the bike and I think it was you know at least a third of the way through the season before they finally discovered something and they achieved that by actually going back to 2015 settings mm-hmm. So that was a whole period, period of discovery for, for Roman, and you know he was actually just starting to get his speed back again before this crash this weekend. And Tim, um, I think just two injuries in quick succession, um, maybe a little bit of a lack of motivation after two years, which have been unbelievable. You know, uh, yeah, yeah, like you know, almost like a hurricane that's about to move up the coast. <laughs> right. You know where we are. It's, it's you know not to speak of that lightly, yeah. but he you know he's just blitzed Grand Prix from yeah. MX2 moving up to MXGP so you know I think he's also just trying to find his way back into because we, we know no way are we seeing the Tim Geiger that we yeah. saw last summer no he was a scrubbing he was aggressive he was yeah. unbelievable fitness looked great you know times that I saw him I mean he handled Tony at Mantova when I, you know, yeah. when I was there Tony was great but Tim he's, was better he's having a post injury wobble um, yep. so I think it's a little bit of an end of season right. kind of blues as well right. so uh, alright to wrap this pro circuit uh, podcast up with Adam Wheeler from On Track Off Road I've been adamant about this destination thing. It sucks the way this race has gone. Uh, team manager saying, I hope they don't pick us. Cooper Webb saying, I don't want to go. Tomac bowing out. Dungey bowing out for two years. I don't know what the solution is, Wheeler. The calendars, the U.S. calendars ended sooner. You guys, going back to the mid-90s, have gone later. Next week, next year, is going to be the one week before Monster Cup. It's going to be in, a manner, in America, but it'll be one week before. And I've been writing that, you know, I think Ustream needs to help out how about the American team a little bit because I feel like they're the stars of the event what do we do about this thing or, or am I just am I shouting into the wind and nothing needs to change you know you've got a point about the Americans being the star of the event but I, I've also said you know I don't think we're in the days of the Stuart Carmichael Villapoto mm-hmm. Dungy superstars very um, <laughs> yeah the red dog barking right. at the moon right. is still one of my favourite you know <laughs> announcer call outs from yes. Bud's Creek yes um, you know those kind of days right. where I think you know the you mystique put, has gone a little bit yeah you, you could have put a 5,000 fans extra anywhere in Europe on the gate just by the fact that RC was coming or okay. Stuart was coming you yep. know um, you know full respect to the guys who have been on the US team for the last couple of years I, I, mm-hmm. I don't think there's quite that star power yep. yet I mean you're not talking about multiple champions and, and kind of legends of the mm-hmm. sport so you know it, it, you could you could say you stream yeah can, can you help out the US team a little bit more but then why not the team from Brazil, or why not? You know, right. uh, a team from I don't know Russia yeah. or Venezuela or whatever. Canada. Yeah, Canada, of course, <laughs> they're an up and coming nation. But you know, like yeah. uh, Team Switzerland, they have this initiative where they, you know, they sell sponsorship packages, they they try and raise funds, they they try and make the whole thing cheaper and easier to get to yeah. by by working on it from within instead yeah. of saying waving their hand saying, hey, you want us? Come and pay us. Right. You know? So th- that's another thing to look at. I mean, uh, the Team USA really fund themselves very well. Yeah. I mean, they could bring a hundred people in there on top. They overdo they it sometimes. It. Absolutely, I'm I'm with you. They the overdo timing, it. The timing of the race yeah. is a good point. Yeah. You know, I think that's something. In needs to be looked at but I also think the most important thing for the for the future well the 
you know the relevance of the Team USA keeping in the Nations is a, is a win yeah. I think if, if Zach and Thomas and Cole can like make a, a win in Madley Basin then I think the interest will go up again and especially with it happening yeah. in the US next year See, it's funny you say that because I've talked to these critics over here about I'm like you're not into it because USA doesn't win and they swear that's not the truth they swear but I'm being Canadian living in America I can tell you one thing Americans love being the best yeah. they love it and I think there's a bit of that too that it's they haven't won 2011 now it's a long time since the last it's week. a long time and and everyone I talk to I make that joke about you and they're like no 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 it doesn't matter it doesn't matter and I'm like okay yeah, but maybe it does. You watch. I mean, if, if those guys can pull it off and win, yeah. then the team next year there'll be a lot more riders wanting right. to be on it. And France is looking like a little vulnerable, you know. Yeah, they're so. missing that last pick. Yep. You know, Benoit Paterel is now injured. Dylan Ferrandez is now injured. Yep. You're talking the last two MX2 guys to win it yep. for them. Um, Jordi Tixier is kind of out of favor for some comments. Yep. Christophe Porcel, similar situation. <laughs> they were impressed with his antics in 2011. Yep. Um, it's funny so how they really do hold grudges. Like, yeah, <laughs> the French do, you know? Yeah. Tixier, I talked to him yesterday. He's like, no, they don't like me. I don't like them. I'm like, okay. <laughs> I know. It's, so. You just need to sit around a table. I don't yeah, know. Share, share a bit of cheese and wine or something. Yeah, and, you no, know. absolutely. Uh, thanks for doing this, Adam. Appreciate no it. MXGP USA here in Jacksonville. Uh, I'll see you at Motocross Nations. Definitely. Thanks, Steve.